Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about. It's your home. When it's time to buy or sell, turn to Colleen Benson and the Colleen Benson Homes team with Keller Williams. Get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands. It's time for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. Rocking and rolling on Keeping It Real Estate today. Walter Storholt here alongside Colleen Benson. She is the team leader and principal broker of Colleen Benson Homes Team with Keller Williams. Colleen and her team have had a lot of success through the area here. And that's not to brag. That's just to say that they've had a lot of success helping people find their dream homes or helping people get the most out of selling their homes when they need to move somewhere else in the area or out of the area. It's evidenced by Zillow.com's five-star reviews of Colleen Benson, the people that have gone there and left those reviews. She's got over 50 of those five-star reviews accumulated on there now. The team has helped more than 300 homes sell in the past year, and they are the number one Keller Williams office in the Salem office. If you want to talk a little bit more about what it would look like to buy or sell your home with Colleen Benson and the team, reach out by calling or texting 503 503- 830-9467. They serve a wide area, not only the greater Salem area, but throughout the Willamette Valley. 503-830-9467. Again, your number to call or text. Colleen, the National Association of Home Builders released its 2019 edition of What Home Buyers Really Want Report. Kind of a long name for a report, but there you go. <laughs> Buyers ranked 175 different home features on how essential they were to their purchasing decisions. And we've got a couple of items on the list we want to highlight here. And I want to talk about some of the top responses, how it maybe jives with the local market and with your experiences, and also some of the information that sellers can take away from information like this that buyers are looking for. Oh, great. This will be fun. Now, I'm going to admit that this report doesn't really make sense in its percentages. I don't really understand because like it lists 175 things, but it's got multiple things that get like 91%, 89%, 87%. So my guess is that they somehow <laughs> ranked them on like a sliding scale, or maybe they're taking all the things that made the top 10. And so 91% oh, of the gotcha. time, I think maybe. Or could it be 91% of all buyers? Want this somewhere on their list, right? I don't somewhere, know. Yeah, yeah that's, okay. that's my takeaway. But I think we don't have to know ex- the exact science that goes behind this particular report, but I think it'll give us a good idea. The top thing that everybody said they would love to have in a home, they really wanted was, and this is 91% of whatever the metric is, <laughs> they want a laundry room. And I thought that was oh, I'm shocked. interesting to be that high, but also makes sense because that is a desirable thing to have, right? Yeah. You know, I would have thought it would be a walk-in closet in the master, but I understand why, you know, a laundry room is so appealing for buyers. And the new construction, talking about home builders, they are putting laundry rooms into all new construction. I mean, whatever the price range, they're doing either a little alcove for it or a full-size laundry room. You know, the days of seeing the laundry in the garage are over. Yeah, that's a good point. They're just over. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't mind actually doing the laundry out in the in a separate area like that, but I know a lot of people do prefer to have that in the home, but not like in the kitchen. I know that that doesn't qualify, right? Right. And I, I think what it really comes down to is buyers just want an extra place to be able to put their laundry and not have it out. So, you know, if you're a seller and you don't have a laundry room and you're like, what do I do? You know, if you could create 
I think a good easy way to remedy without a lot of money is just kind of create a little cabinet or a hanging bar or something to in that space where the washer dryer is to make it really feel like there's a space you can fold and hang your clothes or just stash them if you need to. I was going to say, let's be honest, the laundry room is really just to stash all your extra clothes. That's, <laughs> we're all on that board. Right behind laundry room as being the top most desired thing from home buyers is Energy Star Wind. And now I'm going to kind of lump this in together because this isn't all in order, but among the top 10 or 15, it was Energy Star windows, appliances, and then some said even the entire home they want Energy Star. Okay. So besides speaking to Energy Star, let's just speak to window upgrade for a second. It has to be done, in my opinion. If you have a home with original windows that are more than 30, 40 years old, you've got to bring your windows current. It's going to not only save you on efficiency for your bill and your heating and cooling of your home, but it's what buyers absolutely pretty much demand. If you don't have upgraded windows in your home, Let's get that done. If you're thinking of selling or if you're thinking of staying, it's going to benefit you in the long run. The cost to install versus the cost of the benefits, I think, are definitely worth the project for a window upgrade. Now, speaking to Energy Star, you know, that's just the efficient. What does that actually mean, Walter? Is that the efficient? From my days uh, of working at Best Buy right out of college, Energy Star was mostly a program that would say, like, if this has the Energy Star label, it means it saves X amount of energy or dollars per year. So they have a slight more efficiency kind of thing. That's on the appliance side. But it's like a rating system. So they they meet that Yeah, I believe now what I remember is if you can trim your heating and cooling costs by 12%. Okay, maybe that's what it was. there's a percentage in there. Yeah, yeah, something like that. It it gets you that Energy Star qualification. I think it's kind of like how bonds can get rated by like, you know, a Moody's or something like that or, you know, different car companies win different, you know, awards or safety ratings, that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, ultimately, it saves you money on your utility bills, and that's the goal, right? Yep, yep, absolutely. And if you're going to sell your home, it's what buyers want to see. And if it's not there, they're going to want it there. want those new windows. Good point. The third item, this was third place on the list, was a patio. Buyers would love to have a patio. Yeah. So I do tell my sellers when we talk about staging, let's stage some outdoor living space if we don't already have it. If it's summer or nice months, let's get some bright colored umbrellas and seating, maybe a fire pit. You know, anything you can do to stage outdoor living is definitely appealing to buyers these days. It's what buyers want. I love, love our patio. We uh, basically live out there in the uh, warmer months. So it's definitely an attractive feature and something you get very addicted to once you try it once. So it sure is. And it's also something that buyers don't really see unless they see it there. So it's hard for, mostly hard for buyers to visualize what they would do. But if they look out in the backyard and they see it, they fall in love. I see it all the time. Yeah, every time. Open layout was pretty high on the list as well. This is an interesting one because I read an article not too long ago that said that that's actually going out of style. This was one person's opinion that less and less popular that people aren't looking for that big open layout anymore. But this kind of contradicts that and says it's still a pretty high want of a lot of buyers. 
Yes, I don't see it going out of style at all because it takes, you can use smaller square footage to create a larger space, right? So 1,200 square feet with an open layout versus compartmentalized rooms is going to feel a whole lot different. And the bonus spaces are especially appealing for all different lifestyles. So what I see a lot of times is buyers want a little kitchen nook or some sort of eating bar or something in the kitchen, a little breakfast area where they can put a little table. So Sellers thinking about resale, let's look for an opportunity to create a little kitchen nook if you've got more of a layout that's compartmentalized with a formal dining room. Let's look for those spaces to make it feel like the room is multi-use. Yeah, that's a great point, Colleen. And a couple of other items on the list here. I can throw a few out at you, Colleen. Ceiling fan was listed very high. I guess maybe that's just like a, an obvious one. that You know, people like to have that fan in there. Uh, garage story was important. A lot of people said that they really desired to have exterior lighting. And a walk-in pantry was pretty high on the list as well. So exterior lighting, I love that one because it's an inexpensive way to make your house look a little more expensive. And definitely when a buyer pulls up and sees maybe a walkway lit or the side of the house lit, I just think it adds a lot of curb appeal to a home in the evening and it's really not very expensive to do. Some up lights, if you got some pretty Japanese maples in your yard, throw some up lights on them. And then as far as what else did you say? Ceiling fans? Yeah, ceiling fans ceiling and fans. garage storage. Yeah. Yeah. They got all kinds of great ceiling fans. Easy to install. They come with instructions. Or you can have, you know, your you can have your handyman. Or if you don't have a handyman, call me. I will tell you about my handyman. <laughs> come over and they add they add a certain, you know, update that feels updated to a room versus just the little overhead lights that sit up there. Yeah, a couple of other items on the list, and then we can uh, move on to some other things. Double kitchen sinks, hardwood flooring was obviously pretty high, and then a lot of buyers do desire the washer and dryer to be on the first floor as well. Huh, interesting. Well, I think that the farm sink's really popular here, and that's one big sink versus the double sink, which used to yeah. have a lot of popularity. I've I always see a lot liked of people- the big singular sink as well. Yeah, and those farm sinks, you know, it seems like everybody wants them and they're doing them a lot in new construction. Yes, on the hardwood floors. And if you can't afford hardwood floors, we've got so many great products out right now with engineered floors or the luxury vinyl that looks like wood. So many great hard surface floors out there for really relatively low cost. And people, I think, are just kind of shying away from carpet. And I don't see that as a trend that'll go away soon. Yeah, I think you're right about that. And so it's kind of interesting just to see all of those, you know, popular things on the list that buyers say they want. A couple of other takeaways is that on the Energy Star, on the energy savings things, this was kind of interesting, Colleen. Although those were highly desired, multiple items making the top of the list, 68% of those asked were asked an additional, or those folks were asked an additional question, said, would you be willing to pay extra for those features? So they wanted them, but 68% said that they wouldn't want to pay extra for them. Well, and we talked about new construction last week. You know, new construction kind of has a retail price that you can't really negotiate. So if someone's looking at the top of their budget, it might be an upgrade that they can't afford now, but maybe they think that they can do later on, which makes a lot of sense, right? But definitely with the upgrades on new construction, you pay for each upgrade you want. So if you're looking at the to maximize your value of what you're purchasing, your top of your price range, 
you might want to save some of those upgrades that you can do later down the road. And yeah, I love this article because it's all about our new construction, what's coming up and what people want, what buyers want to see. And like I said, the, most of our buyers right now are first time buyer millennial buyers. And this kind of ties right into what they want. They want easy, low maintenance. They want pretty stuff and they want the open floor plan and the hardwood floors and then the smart house, you know, with the energy efficient and uh, the technology features. Yeah, absolutely. And a good pickup and kind of comparison there between the generational desires and what this data shows seems to be kind of in lockstep there. Last thing, let's yes. end it on kind of a funny note. Some of the lowest ranking things or the least popular or, you know, they're just lower on the priority. I'm sure we'd all actually want these things. It's just we're talking about priorities here. And some of them made me chuckle. Uh, elevators. Oh, just not quite, you know, they're not essential uh, to, to most folks. Yeah, they're just not that, they're yeah. not that important. <laughs> Wine cellar. This one made me chuckle. <laughs> Pet washing stations are not in high demand, at least, uh, you know, among the majority of folks. Dual toilets in the master bath. I didn't even know that was a thing. And then dual a, toilets. Dual toilets. Oh, man. In the master bath is not coveted. Plant covered roofs. Ah, we have that here in Oregon. It's called moss. Yeah, moss. Yeah. <laughs> We're all trying to get rid of it off of our roofs. Right. Yeah, exactly. I thought that was a weird one. And a daycare center was listed in there. I'm going to guess that that was more of a community amenity, not the actual in-the-house daycare center. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like a nursery or daycare. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I haven't seen, I honestly, in my 20 years plus, I haven't seen dual toilets. Oh, maybe I have once in a mansion. Oh, okay. I do. I have seen dual toilets in a very expensive home in Portland. But other than that, I haven't seen that. I've seen a lot of dual sinks. Were they side um, by side or like facing each other no, so you could high five while you're... They kind of had his and hers <laughs> area of the huge bathroom and it was his and hers side. So oh, that's like, disappointing. I, like I that. thought it was meant to be like a, hey, we're in this thing together kind of setup. <laughs> But those are some interesting things. What was the first one you said? Elevator was uh, was one, one oh, of those Oh, elevator. Yeah. And, yeah. And, so they are coming out with these new European elevators, and they are pretty inexpensive. And you can add them to your home if you become, you know, to a point where you don't want to leave your house and you can't do the stairs anymore. It is an alternative out there right now. What, what's a um, European elevator? They're little, they, you know, they have a maximum weight of like 175 pounds. So, oh, wow. okay. you know, but they're tiny. They can fit into, you know, I guess you could get a, an engineer come out and look at your home and see where they could place it. And they're inexpensive. I want to say they're like, well, I'm not going to even say because I don't even remember, but you can get them installed in your home to get from the first floor to the second floor or the garage to the first floor, whatever you need. If you don't want to sell your house and you can't handle the stairs anymore. So that's an option. Now, wine cellar. I mean, we're in wine country here in the Willamette Valley. So people want wine cellars. We're surrounded by wineries that all have wine club memberships and so yeah, wine cellar in the Willamette Valley is a big deal. I bet that'd be uh, higher on the priority list if we yes, were to just sure. just talk to folks in the Willamette Valley and uh, Greater sure. Salem area versus the entire country. So that's one caveat there. I'm trying to picture what this elevator that can only lift 175 pounds look like. <laughs> and all I have is like a basket with a pulley system being <laughs> in my head right now. So. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe it can hold a little bit more. That's not very much weight, is it? No, that sounds a little <laughs> dicey. <laughs> Too funny. But didn't you say something about a pet washing station? I did, yeah, pet washing station, yep. 
So that was popular or wasn't? That was like one of the lowest ranked items was the pet washing oh, station. Oh gosh, you think that that's what everybody wants right now. But I mean, isn't that just for their dogs. a tub or, you know, I don't know. And depending on how big your dog is, I suppose, but I don't know. Or it's called the hose outside, you know, one of those kinds of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah funny I suppose stuff. everyone takes their dogs to the boutique uh, dog wash these days and that's doesn't right. even do it themselves anymore, huh? There you go. Maybe that's why it's <laughs> dropped in, in popularity. I still can't get over those the dual fun. toilets and the master bath, and that picture is going to be in my head for the rest of the day. So uh, yeah. hopefully that provided <laughs> you with a little bit of a laugh, but also some good information. To end on a serious uh, or maybe more helpful note than joking about dual toilets in the master bathroom, if there's a seller listening to today's show, or they're thinking about selling in the near future, all these things that we're, we're looking at here, what's helpful? What's the main takeaway that you would take with you from kind of covering what's important to buyers in today's world? Well, there's ways around getting your home ready for market that are good to talk about, and we can go over those. You know, we list and sell a lot of homes that have already been on the market and maybe didn't sell the first or the second time, and we get them sold. And for the reason being that we can talk to you about the ways, the creative ways to get around some, maybe your home doesn't have some of these features that current buyers are looking for. Maybe the layout isn't as popular or desirable, or maybe you just don't have the right color scheme and haven't made the small updates necessary to really attract the right buyer and give that buyer a sense for what they could do with your home and how they could see themselves there. So overall, speaking to sellers, if you're thinking about selling your home, let's have a conversation now. It's a strong seller's market. We're at the beginning of the spring selling season and now is the time. So a great place to start would be to check out our new tech tool where you can check out the current market value of your home. At least get a starting point into what the value would be for your home if you were to list in today's market. And that is by pulling out your smartphone and texting the letters listing the word listing to the number 55222. So text the word listing to the number 55222 and you can get a link, click the link, enter your property address and we won't harass you, I promise. It'll just give you a current market value a starting point to current market value in today's local market. Then if you want to fine tune that, talk about timeline, talk about what you need to maybe pull some more value out of your home, give us a call. We'd love to help. That's all you have to do is send that simple text. Text the word listing to the number 55222 and follow the instructions that we text back to you. Only takes a few moments to be able to find out that potential value of your home in today's market. And it'll keep you up to date as that value changes over time as well. Another useful part of that tool. Text the word listing to 55222 to find out the potential value of your home today. Text the word listing to 55222. Colleen, been a lot of fun on today's show. Thanks for taking so much time out to join us this week, and we'll look forward to another show next time around. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was fun. Lots look forward of fun. to next week. Absolutely. For Colleen Benson, I'm Walter Storholt, reminding you one more time, if you've got any questions about buying or selling homes here in the greater Salem area, throughout the Willamette Valley, over to Portland, Bend, the Oregon Coast, and everywhere in between, the go-to team is the Colleen Benson Homes Team with Keller Williams. And if you want to talk to Colleen about your journey to buy or sell your home, you can call or text Colleen at 503-830-9467. That's 503-830-9467. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'll talk to you next time on Keeping It Real Estate.